It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast, and it's your host, Ed Oliver, and my guy, Deontay Daniels. The Wizards pull out the win and get a dub against the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Eight guys in double figures. Everybody eats 29 assists tonight, and they shot really, really well from the three-point. They shot 50% from the free-throw line, 13 for 26, which is it's a different Wizards team since the trade deadline. They found out how to shoot the ball from the three. Definitely made some mistakes down the end of the game, but they found a way to pull this one out. Great team effort, great learning experience for the young guys. Um, we're going to talk about Rui Hachimura. Does he does he need more playing time? Does he need to be inserted in the starting lineup? Talking about Denny Avdi and that injury, he didn't come back in the game. We're also going to talk about Sadoransky's performance and how he impacted the game. Let's get to it. Are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get a podcast. All right, D, so what was your main takeaways from the game? Uh, mainly, I want to talk about Rui Hachimura a little bit. I know last episode we spoke on, you know, things, goals we wanted to see from him. And one of the things I post pointed out mainly and firstly was the three-pointers, man. Once again, three for three from the three-point line. He's becoming, I mean, statistically, he is the best three-point shooter on the team, but legitimately. I mean, he he's just looks so improved. It's been crazy. Imagine Sam Rui Hachimura will be shooting almost 50% um, after 20 games or whatnot of playing and, and looking at his rookie season. So it just goes to show that he's really improved in the offseason. He's really been working. I mean, I kind of want to see him getting more than 21 minutes. I know it's tough because, like I said before, at that fourth spot. But – I want to see him up there with 25 minutes, man. 26-minute games from here and there. Yeah, honestly, I really want to see 30. I mean, we talked about that last episode, how he averaged 30 minutes his rookie year, his second year. Last year was a playoff team. I know he missed 40 games to start off, but I think it's you know time to take – I don't know if it's a minute restriction or whatever's going on, but um, he, he's shooting the ball well. Like you said, he's knocking the three ball down. He's shooting the ball with confidence. Um, he just has to get more aggressive, get, get into the basket when he can, but – I don't see why there's, you know, any uh, minute restriction or whatever's going on tonight. He averaged, I mean, he had, you know, 21 minutes again. It's been like 20 minutes or less, three for three from the three-point line, four for nine from the field. Uh, Just needs to rebound the ball more. But, you know, as a team, I thought, you know, um, it was a little sloppy at times, a little little murky, some turnovers here and there. Um, But it looks like they, they started to push the pace. Daniel Gaffer had some good minutes, 12 points, four boards, had a couple blocks down the stretch, um, but they definitely could have lost the game. Killian Hayes had a good look at a three. Sadiq Bey had a good look at a three. We almost got away with a foul call on, on uh, Kuzma, kind of 
touching or pushing down Sadiq Bay, and then they gave up the and the uh, almost and one to Isaiah Stewart. Um, so just some mental mistakes down the stretch. But I thought there were some big plays from Ish Smith um, doing a sham guy in the fourth quarter. Kyle Kuzma getting to the basket and getting fouled. Um, I, I just thought it was a, a, a solid team effort from the guys. Rui hitting some big threes as well. So um, Corey Kisper hit some big threes down the stretch too. He's starting to shoot the three ball a lot better as well. Yeah, I think Ish Smith, when he gets going, like, and he has those, like, little moments, like, with the Sham God, it's fun. It's definitely fun to watch. How did you like – I want to ask before I get into it. How did you like – because I know Sato was in there a little bit with Ish Smith. Ish Smith mm-hmm. was doing majority of the ball handling. Is that something you like, Ish Smith out there with Sadoransky? Um, yeah, I actually wrote down the best lineup out there tonight when they went on that run when Thomas Bryant had the alley-oop from Neto. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a block by Kuzma, and they they just went out and started running and pushing the pushing the ball, pushing the pace. That lineup was Tomas Sadoransky, Thomas Bryant, Rui Hachimura, Corey Kispert, and Ish Smith. Now, on paper, it doesn't look like the best lineup, but mm-hmm. for some reason, it was working. They were moving the ball. Kispert can shoot the three. Rui can shoot the three. Um, and Thomas Bryant is a big. They can shoot the three as well. He was running the floor, finishing. Um, and got that alley oop. But you know, Ish Smith is pushing the pace, and Sado's pushing the pace. Sado got a steal one time. He got fouled, but he dumped it off to Rui. Yeah. He was upset because um, he had a nice still would have been a nice assist. Um, but honestly, uh, that lineup is fine. And I wasn't the biggest fan of signing Sato. But, you know, Sato, he's a savvy veteran. He makes the right plays. He made the two big free throws down the stretch to ice the game. And then uh, he actually he made a pull-up jumper, too. So mm-hmm. that lineup is it's not good on paper. You know, we talked about Scott Brooks, how, he's not, how he used to play the three guards at one time, four-guard lineup. But that was the best lineup tonight. Yeah, I, I was I was going to say that the Sadoransky and Ish Smith thing, I thought it was interesting to see. I thought it was working, you know, as you just brought up with the best lineup, who you thought it was. I agree with that. But Kyle Kuzma, uh, six for six from the free throw line, as big, especially for him, around 70-something, 70 70-ish percent career-wise for the free throw line. That's good to see him hitting all of his free throws, getting to that basket. And I spoke about Denny, obviously. He was two for two from the free throw line. But obviously, I wish he would have got his full normal 30 minutes tonight. But that's what I'm saying. I want to see six free throw attempts, seven free throw attempts from Denny, like I was speaking about in last episode. But Hao Neto was out there scoring all of our starters in double figures. Mm -hmm. I mean, offensively, the Wizards got what they want. You know, they got what they wanted. That second quarter, the defense dropped off. And they gave up 40 Mm. points in that second quarter, the most out of the whole total of all four quarters. They did good defensively, I felt like, in that first quarter. Second quarter came around. It got a little ugly. But but all in all, I mean, you're going to have games like this. Like I said before, the Pistons, the Wizards could have easily lost this game. Yes, it's the Pistons. The Wizards should win. But they pulled it out. You know, they pulled it out for the home crowd. They had that little fun spurt. Um, with that lineup you just brought up with Thomas Bryan finishing it off with the alley-oop, one-handed alley-oop. Mm-hmm. But Thomas Bryant, a good a good redemption game for him, I will say. Uh, a lot of, He had a lot of heat after that Cavaliers game. I think he did pretty good today. And plus minus, if you care about it, plus 10 today. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the lineup I said was actually – yeah, I said Sato, TB, Rui, Kispert, and Ishmael. Neto – I got to get it right. I got to watch it back and see who was actually in that lineup, too. Because, yeah, so it, it might have been Sato, Neto, K- 
Kuz, TB, and Kisper. I got to watch it back because I know Kuz made the block and then TB got the alley from Neto. Um, but we do want to get to some more takeaways about the game, some guys who stood out. Of course, we'll finish off with, um, you know, who was the player of the game and X Factor. You know, we haven't really talked about Kyle Kuzma yet. But before we do get to more takeaways and an injury update about Kristaps Porzingis and talk about Danny's injury as well, uh, we got a quick word from D. Yes, we do. All right, NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award-winning app, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and we know you will too. You pick two to five players and an over slash under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from points score to rebounds, even steals. Prize Picks allows mixed entries, sports entries. For example, you can go with Cows Kuzma oil over in points and over in points in Alex Ovechkin goals. And Prize Picks doesn't just offer NBA. They have options on the college basketball, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. For a limited time, Prize Picks has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. Users get $50 free for free if a player in your first Prize Picks entry scores a single point, but you must use code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to Locked On fans. Sign up today and use code NBA $50 for free if a player in your first Prize Picks entry scores a single point. Also, guys, I want to thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local sports experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. So uh, what were some other takeaways? Um, So Denny had a bone bruise and he... We saw him on the bike, right, on the sidelines mm-hmm. during the game. So he did not return. Uh, we hopefully, hopefully he has a speedy recovery and he can play on uh, Friday when the Wizards play again. They get two days off. Uh, they play against the Atlanta Hawks. Um, and then also Christoph Porzingis, um, he's still doing one-on-one. So he has not done three-on-three. He has not done five-on-five. Um, I heard uh, Chase Hughes on the radio. He was saying that uh, he would not be surprised if Chris Tapps missed the games uh, this weekend coming up. So um, any thoughts on Chris Stapps and that injury update? Just they continue to, I think, take it slow, man. I don't know when we'll see Porzingis, <laughs> honestly. I don't. <laughs> I, um, I, they said, after they said, because we already did this with Rui Hachimura, all right, this, yeah. he may be coming back. He's two weeks away. After, you know, this point, he'll be back, and then it's longer. I'm not doing it again. When they said mm-hmm. he was coming back after All-Star game. Right. And it was after the All-Star game. And he still wasn't back. And then they're talking about three on threes and five on five. I'm like, okay, I don't I don't know if we'll ever see him this season. I, it may be towards 
the final month, maybe in April when we may see him. I don't know. Um, they're obviously trying to not rush this and letting the guys who are on the court just play. And Kristaps will come when they fully feel like he may be needed. Maybe he'll play like one if they get in the play-in, they'll bring him back. I don't know. I'm not doing this guessing game with right. Kristaps again. We already did with Rui. Yeah. I mean, he um you know, he had a nice green suit on, but like I said, yeah, like you said, we already did with Rui, so I'm not gonna hold my breath on Chris Kristaps. They're taking it slow. He hasn't even done three on three yet, so if they're waiting on that. Um we're probably going to be waiting a couple more games. Um, but, yeah, what was your thoughts about um, some of the young guys, some of the developing guys, Daniel Gafford, uh, his performance tonight, Thomas Bryant? Uh, who do you think stood out from some of the young guys tonight? Uh, Daniel Gafford, man, the three blocks, you know, because we were used to seeing Daniel Gafford at, like, five blocks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he had, like, seven. So it's good to see those blocks getting up there. Um, that's what we know Daniel Gafford for you know, athleticism and being able to block, man, block shots. I think Corey Kisper, three for eight from the three-point line. Getting those threes up, eight three-point attempts is good. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. only some only time to fix those inconsistency issues is to just shoot through it at times. So getting eight of those three-pointers up for him, I do like to see that. Maybe you would have liked to see him four for eight, 50%. That would have been beautiful. But baby steps. Um, Rui, I thought, played well. Continues to impress with the three-point um, percentages and the three-point shooting. Just continue to do that. And we, we've complained about it before, but he only had one rebound. You'll like to see maybe like three. Can we get three um, in 21 <laughs> minutes? But Denny, obviously, the banging with the knees. I hope he's okay. You've seen him on the bike, so it doesn't seem like it's anything too crazy. Hopefully, he'll be all right. Thankfully, it was nothing more serious than it seems from the outside. Thomas Bryant. Good game today. Fishing from this field, one for two from three, six rebounds, plus 10 net rating. I think it was a good bounce back game for him from that um, Cavaliers game. Right. Yeah, TB, he's got a lot of flack on social media. You know, yeah, the Cavs game, he struggled. He hasn't been finishing well. Uh, he did miss that dunk at the beginning of the game, and then he showed up and finished that alley-oop. That was a big finish for uh, Thomas Bryant. He hit a three, spaced the floor. That's what we want to see from him. And um, I thought he gave more effort defensively. He wasn't the best, but, you know, he's moving his feet, giving effort out there against Kelly Olenek, who's a known Wizards killer. Um, so I, I like what I saw from him. Daniel Gafford as well, blocking shots. Didn't get in foul trouble as well. Had a nice spin move and came up with some energy in the beginning of the game, running the floor, um, battling with Isaiah Stewart. And Kispert, yeah, we talked about him, you know, over under 33%, three for eight. So that's within range of like 33%. Um, so, yeah, that, that's – Typically, he, and he's he's knocking down those corner threes, so he's starting to get more conf- confidence from there and got more arc on his shot. Um, do want to talk about Kyle Kuzma a little bit tonight. 21 points, nine boards, and uh, six assists. How many turnovers did he have? He had five turnovers, so he was turning the ball over a little bit too much. Tonight, I thought he tried to force it, but he's the number one option, so he just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't get mad at any shot he takes anymore because he's the number one guy. He's our best scorer on the roster. Um, him and Jeremy Grant were going back and forth tonight. Jeremy Grant had a really – he had a solid game out there. Sadiq Bey had a solid game out there, out there tonight too. Cade Cunningham, he was he was hurting us too, and he dunked on Corey Kispert. I hated yeah. to see that happen. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it happens. You know, it was a rookie, kind of like a rookie baptism kind of thing. Only things down the stretch that I did not like, things that I liked and I didn't like today, um, Thomas Bryant had a really bad turnover down the stretch. We were up by three. Mm-hmm. 
that went down, and then we fouled Isaiah Stewart, and then mm-hmm. uh, KCP took a shot that missed pretty badly, and there's 12 seconds left in the shot clock down the stretch, and I was like, oh, man, here we go again with these, you know, unforced errors and bad shots down the stretch. Kind of like that Cavs game. So, um, mm-hmm. but other than that, you know, KCP, he's starting to shoot the ball better as well. Um, he, he hit a couple of threes tonight. He's, he's, he's getting more in a, in a rhythm, and he's, he's one of he's, – I think he's the best three-point shooter on the team up behind Rui percentage-wise. Yeah, I think I think that KCP KCP is like an inter- interesting a case to me. I feel like he's he can be an important piece to this team. You can use him in a trade, but I feel like his scoring, man, his scoring is very nice. 15 points, 5 for 12 from the field, 3 for 4 from 3. I think he's one of the guys who, after the trade deadline, since the trade deadline, has been one of the more consistent scores on the team right there next to Kuz. I feel like it's been Kuzma and KCP as far as getting those shots up and scoring. So KCP, I, I kind of – originally I didn't really care about if he was moved or not, but I'm I'm kind of liking him more and more personally. And I'm curious to see when KP is back next season, if Kuz – if the Wizards don't make any moves and it's Kuz, KP, um, and Brad, how much of a – Backseat does KCP's role take in the offense. I'm sure it will be a little less more on dribble stuff, on the ball dribbling stuff. Mm, definitely, yeah. We do want to see him run that 3 and D role where he doesn't have to worry about putting the ball on the floor and do too much. Just shoot threes, play defense, get some of those timely steals that he gets uh, coming out of nowhere and just, you know, playing defense against the better wing or one of the better uh, shooting guards on, on, the, on the other team. So, um but yeah, um, what were your thoughts again on on Sato? Did he make a big difference in in, in your opinion tonight? I like I like what Sato did tonight. You know mm-hmm. the he had the runner, I believe, mid range shot. He mm-hmm. had the two late free throws. I mean, fourteen minutes. I think it was a good fourteen minutes. You know, to grab three rebounds, two steals. So I think he did the little things. He did everything good. Didn't do too much. I don't think he did too little. So right there in that balance, Tadoransky, like we said before, is going to be one of those guys where he doesn't, you know, wow you with anything, mm-hmm. but he does the little things. And sometimes you need guys who can just do the little things, man. Tadoransky is one of those guys I felt like could do that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he provided a difference just being six, seven, you know, guys, they take advantage of Neto and, you know, Sato, he put a hand up on Killian Hayes on that last shot, so I thought he made a difference. Also pushing the pace, too. Fast break, got that steal, pump fake, and then hit in the jumper. So, and then the two clutch free throws, which, like I said before, you know, he's not going to make a huge superstar difference, but he's mm-hmm. just a cool guy that you need out there. So, um, but let's get to the player of the game and X Factor. But before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy, cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, Puffs included, 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to Built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low cal, high fiber, low carb. Most Bill Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 
four net carbs and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It will be delicious, and it will be good for you. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so uh, before we wrap it up, who was your player of the game and X-Factor? Player of the game, I'm going to go with, I'll go with TB today. I think TB did a good job, had a really good game, made up for, I like when guys make up for a rough game, previous game. He came in, energized, got that last bucket on that run the Wizards went on the fourth where he got that one-handed alley-oop. So I'll give him some love today. You know, I'm all about giving guys love, especially off off a bounce-back game, bounce-back off of a rough game. So I'll give the player of the game to Thomas today. X-Factor, I will go with – let's go with Ish. Ish, man, eight assists, almost a double-double, two assists away from the double-double, five for eight from the field, four rebounds. I like how he'd be getting them rebounds as a smaller guard. Ish, man, he continues to be one of those guys off the bench who helps push the pace of this team, who helps, you know – Really just get the team moving, man, and energized, like you said, with the sham god. He gets to crowd into it with those moves, just seeing the little guy zipping across the court and doing all these moves. I'll give the player of the game, I mean, the X Factor to Ish. Yeah, I'm going to echo you. Um, shout out to Thomas Bryant for bouncing back. I mean, he could have put his head down, got upset. You know, he has him getting the ball in the post. Um, you're running the floor, finishing well, knocking down the three ball rebounding the ball well as well. Just playing with energy of plus 10 out there. So way to bounce back and keep your head up. I mean, there's going to be up and down games for him, especially coming off that ACL injury. You just see how he's he's just been kind of up and down. And that's normal coming off the ACL injury. So shout out to him for keeping his head up and playing hard. Um, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Ish Smith too. Um, 11 points, 8 assists, plus 6 on the plus minus. Um, not only was he getting buckets down the stretch with that mid-range game, but he was setting guys up for open, for open, you know, wide open layups and, and threes, getting Daniel Gafford involved with some easy dunks. Daniel Gafford dunked on somebody. I can't remember who. I think he, Daniel Gafford dunked on, on Isaiah Stewart. I think that was a pass from Neto. But Ish Smith has just made the game easier for guys. He's made a difference since the trade deadline, getting guys open, facilitating, pushing the pace. 11 points and eight, eight assists. So uh, I'm going to definitely give it to Ish as well for X Factor. Yeah, I, I agree. I think. Ish, man, he's been pretty good since he's came back. You know, may, you can complain about maybe you want him to take a little less shots because you have Neto and you have Ishmith as well, and both of them get up around seven, eight shots, and maybe you want those to go to some other guys. But, I mean, if they're going in, 
You only can complain, but so much. But yeah, Ishmith X Factor today. All in all, they got the job done. They they're trying to fight. Cat, I mean, the horn is being bad or keeping them in it. So, Wizards, if they want to keep fighting, man, the the wins are there for potential, you know, to be taken. Um, yeah. The Atlanta Hawks are next. That's a winnable game as well, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. So they play the Hawks on Friday night at seven o'clock. They play the Pacers on Sunday night at six. Um, both teams are below 500. The Pacers are 21 and 42. The Hawks are 29 and 32. Um, and before we get off the standings real quick, if anybody still is invested in the Wizards making the play in, they are one game behind the Atlanta Hawks and the Hawks currently just lost to the uh, Celtics. So they're one game behind the Hawks and the Hornets. The Hornets are 30 and three. The third, the Hawks are 29 and 32. The Hornets are 30 and 33. So they're one game behind both teams. This, the Hornets are reeling right now. They lost a lot of games uh, and the Hawks are kind of reeling as well. So the, the Wizards really could fool around and make the play in. They just got to tighten up and take advantage of some of these games. So, um, you know, we'll see if they can take advantage of the opportunity. But I just want to thank you guys once again for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe to Locked on Wizards on YouTube. We're almost at 2,000 subscribers. Make sure you guys hit the notification bell as well. Also, subscribe to us on all platforms. Thanks for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. Now, make your second listen. Locked on NBA. Locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, you guys have a good one, and like we'll throw up the dub this one time. Dub, we'll yes, take sir. it. Hail to the Wizards! Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.